hello hello welcome back to the very very late night show or at least what it feels like i've been recording my podcast episodes these last two ones um at night and the first two were in the car so if you can see the pattern um i'm really liking just recording and very like whenever i feel like it in the moment and those moments just happen to be either when i'm in the car or when I'm sitting at my desk and nobody's home and it's just me. So I've been really enjoying this little creative buzz that I'm feeling from doing this. And, um, you know, this isn't really something specific, but it always feels like it helps me for some reason. Because I feel like it just makes me become a little bit more intentional with how I like to create or just like vent out things like this is like therapy for me but also it's like also something that I find very like creative because like I can try to be like funny you know uh so it's really cool to do this and be like oh like you know my friends who are watching like maybe they just laughed at what I said or you know something like that but today it's been raining and I was talking to Jordan today and I was saying, cause we went out to Sautel to get curry and it was raining and I was telling him how it's so easy for other states to laugh at Southern California people because as fucking cliche as it is to say like California drivers cannot drive in the rain is like an understatement. Today, when we were driving to Sautel, we saw literally like three car crashes. Each car crash had at least one to two Teslas. And I'm not even capping. Like, okay, if I know you and you own a Tesla, I'm not judging you hard. Like, I literally don't care. Like, get your bag, girl. Like, do it. It's it's cute. It's a key. But I know that people love to prey on like people's like need for luxury and like those electric cars in the water girl that's as good as a fucking log that won't even float they're pretty light so they got no traction and it's fucking electric what happens like if something electric you have goes in water it breaks it breaks so be careful out there you tesla chuggy girls like y'all are chuggy but you know just be safe but I hate the car, not the driver. You know, I can I can separate the two, but BMW drivers suck most of all. <sighs> Anyways, so yeah, we saw a lot of car crashes on the way to Sawtell today, and it was raining so much. I was telling Jordan, like, you know, if God was real, he would turn off the rain because he's wasting a lot of water, and aren't we on a drought right now? Like you know, we, the water bill is just like going up. Like somebody needs to turn off the rain. Like it is so weird for me to be like, Oh, like it was raining. It's normal for me to be like, Oh, it rained hard for like five hours. Wow. That was a good amount of rain. And then like the rain lasting more than a whole day. I'm like, Whoa, like aren't we in a drought? Like, why are we wasting water? Why is the rain still on? But like in other parts of the world, it's so normal for it to like rain hella that (laughs) I was kind of doing a bit and at the table I was like oh my gosh no it's like 40 and clear outside I can see my breath uh (laughs) like it's so freaking funny like no wonder no no wonder LA never gets any street cred we're just a bunch of brats dude 
and now I'm becoming those stereotypical people that says LA and I like live in Santa Clarita, like right across from a lake that's like close to Bakersfield. But I'm gonna say LA, bitch. I don't care. I'm there like every weekend. So anyways, with the bid, I'm just like, it's still storming outside and um it's feeling pretty cozy you know i turned on my heater <gasps> i turned on my heater you can tell how cozy i would feel i took an everything shower and like dude the everything shower like sometimes that shit heals you you know like it just feels like everything is better after you do an everything shower um it's pretty nice to feel clean because yesterday me and jordan and a couple of his friends had gone to disneyland and let me tell you <laughs> I did not fucking play about my fucking review of Disneyland people in my last one. Like you guys have like such a crazy amount of commitment to it, but you know, I fully understand it, but I think because my vices are like very like comfortable to do at home and I'm not like a line person and also like, I don't know. I don't really want to spend money on that. Um, I'm just like, damn, some people are hella dedicated. Like they go there, they pay for the parking and then they pay for all the merch that they wear to go there. And then while you're there, you pay for all the snacks and then you pay for the fast pass so you can have a better experience and you reserve on your phone so you can, you know, go at a certain time and go. It's just like a whole ordeal of planning. And I'm like, wow, lots of type A prob people probably like, uh, um, Disneyland hella and you know what I gotta add one thing is that they put some shit in that Disneyland food to make all of you guys stinky like the bathrooms at Disneyland are crazy dude like they smell crazy and I smell I, I swear it's like C-R-A-Z-Y bro it's crazy like for as rich as Disneyland is getting like $35 for a parking spot you can't give me some two-ply paper I'm literally like going so slow taking out my toilet paper like I'm picking a lock so that it doesn't fucking rip so I can wipe my booty cheek with like more than fucking two fucking ten plies of paper I hell excuse me man like that's so crazy to me like such a rich corporation has one plate toilet paper bro come on anyways I had a good time though it was really fun but I don't think uh I would drink at Disneyland again like you know drinking is not it's not my thing and I'd combine it with a lot of walking and waiting in lines and then getting kind of you know some latent g-force from whatever rides you ride and then you crash from your sugar high from all the sweets and then the water there at the refill station is salty girl that shit tastes like I don't know it's like it tastes like water that has no nutrients in it and it's like taking everything away from me it's like salty but I was not gonna fucking drink Dasani hell no but yeah I was just like wow like that um I would be like good for like another six years until I went again or somebody from Club 33, like, please hit my line and give me um, one of your fast passes because I know that shit's unlimited. But um, to me, I think because I watched a YouTube video on, like, the psychology of Disney, um, I'm seeing it through very, like, dystopian eyes. So I kind of think kind of screwed it up for me. Like, when I was there, I thought that Disneyland just didn't feel like a real place to me anymore because I hadn't been there since before COVID and I feel like when I did go there I still felt like a kid and I was like excited and stuff and now I'm just like oh like you know I think I've gone enough times where I would rather go somewhere else but it's not being me me being a hater you know I get the I get the gist and I even saw like Loki 
uh, in person. <laughs> yeah. Speaking speaking of, speaking of. So I just started an anime just before this. And that shit got me giggle, bro. Like, I'm just kind of like, you know, doing the like the swinging your feet in the air and like twirling your hair in between your fingers kind of shit. Like tucking, tucking the hair behind the ear. <laughs> like, dude, that anime, a sign of affection. Oh, my God. Oh my god, like it had me like freaking blushing, dude. Like I had to pause and like do a lap or like, you know, this is kind of how I was feeling, like how I was feeling when I was reading like some of my smut books. I was like, "Oh my god." But now I've kind of gotten desensitized again because like fantasy books are long as fuck, bro. Like I'm struggling through this second book. It's like as even though it's on my Kindle, it feels thick as fuck, dude. Like I'm I'm trying to pay attention and I finally finished Akatar, so now I can just focus on my book on my kindle and then i was listening to akatar originally on spotify like because they have audiobooks now which is one of the best things ever hello but you know it kind of sucks that i get 15 hours only i'm like bruh like what if i'm in the middle of something good and then and then i gotta wait so um casey is like lending me the books right now every time i finish a book then um i'll borrow the next one from her so right now guys (laughs) I have the second book in my possession and I'm scared. (laughs) I'm so scared to start it, dude. There's like already talk that I hear on the fucking internet on on fucking Mark Zuckerberg's internet saying how, you know, there's a scene in the second book that fucking go crazy. And I don't know if I can handle it. I don't know because these fantasy books are so the pace is so you know it's so rich but it's also slow and it's like not as often as like smut books like brianna michaels has a series (laughs) she has a series okay the first all the first is called glitch and i think it's called like the level up series or something like that go let me let me tell you that book trilogy will not disappoint you even the third book wasn't really like my favorite kind of trope but like I still gobbled that shit up and wiped my mouth after with a napkin and brought a toothpick home it was such a good series and that shit had me blushing that shit had me blushing oh my goodness oh my god yeah so this this anime man this has got me good uh, so I'm like really desensitized to a lot of stuff. So, you know, you'd think like the way I'm acting right now, if you know how crazy the smut I read goes, I feel like if you saw my reaction right now, if you thought you knew me, you would think that I re- read something pretty crazy. Not going to lie. Something pretty crazy that makes you like, like not want to make eye contact because you're just kind of like a little shy after reading it. Something like along that lines of like, <laughs> and um yeah right now that's how i'm acting but really like in the anime i watched i think they just held hands and i'm like oh my god (laughs) sorry 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 but um no the guy characters in this anime uh (laughs) um yeah yeah um they knew what they were doing with that and what's pretty cool is that so the synopsis of uh synopsis is that the wrong word to use is that supposed to be more like a summary 
Well, basically, this um, the male female character's name is Yuki, and she's deaf, and so it's her going about her college life, trying to navigate things that are new, or with like the challenges that she has to deal with, just because of how she was born and how you know she has to learn how to navigate the world that's like not accommodating to somebody who's deaf sometimes but the male female character i can't the male (laughs) the main male character his name is itsumi i think i'm pronouncing it wrong but uh yeah he's pretty cool he's like likes to learn about different cultures and different languages and i'm like oh my gosh like why are we so alike because like i'm on duolingo and he's in youth university for <laughs> for school for like cultures and i'm like oh my gosh and like i'm in duolingo twin <laughs> um but yeah i was like ooh, that's kind of like sexy when like like you know he wants to learn a different language like that and i'm like also on my language grind so i was like wow it's pretty cool and um i have to do like learning hiragana characters on duolingo for japanese and it's like i can't move on in the lesson until i've like done a certain amount of like the character practice and so they show like the text bubbles a lot in this anime because she's she mostly will try to communicate longer things like over the phone and then her friends will respond this over the phone too and like i just be seeing some of the characters and i'm like i found myself like pausing the video so i can try and read it or pronounce it and it's pretty fun so yeah dude if you're thinking about watching that anime um freaking watch it let me take let me drink some water because you know i'm thirsty Yeah, dude, that got me really riled up. Um, I really like being excited like that because anything could happen and I would still be so delusional that I would like still be happy. And I think that's what like like brought me, delivered me through like my teenage years and my community college years to (laughs) to like the beat of our own drum because like I was just like hella like munching on romantic content in like anime form k-drama form like watching movies and just like so much of it that i was just like i love love and like i think that's why now i like to read books because it's like sometimes i'll just like read something and i'm like wow like that was a good story, but that was a good romance story. Like, I need romance, dude. It needs to be passionate or else I'm going to get bored. That's just where I'm at right now. Sorry. Damn, that's where I get my dopamine from. Some people get dopamine from crack. Like, why don't you be happy for me? I get dopamine from romantic shit. And reading these books and watching this anime, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, why was I? Ha- why am I having such a great day? <laughs> because i'm just watching anime that's just like has characters in it that i'm like oh my gosh like why are they in the screen i'm so embarrassed like i have to pause the screen because i'm kind of shy anyways um i'm also right now staring at this little gachapon character that jordan and i got while we were in sawtell 
dude, Gachapon is like kind of crazy here in the U.S. I understand the appeal of it, though. I definitely do. But I can't justify myself to do it here because, um, you know, it's like two dollars for one token. And some of them are up to four tokens. And dude, if you do the math, that's like fucking eight dollars. And imagine you don't even get the one you like. But also that couldn't be me. That could only be Jordan because like for me, for some reason, like I always get the one I want. Even for blind boxes, the Shmishki characters, I have so many of them because I'm confident that whenever I buy one, I'm going to get one I like. And it's so crazy. So I have the little, um, a little one that's like a Kiwi sitting down. And um, I'm actually going to just set him on my laptop so he can be my buddy. But, you know, he's just patiently waiting for me and listening to me. And I feel really appreciated. I like them. I don't know what I'm going to like them, but uh, what I'm going to like them. Oh, my God. What I'm going to name him, but maybe it'll come to me. But let me see if I can read anything. in this. Hey, and Loki says Philippines. And Loki say, says Philippines on this. Bondi Philippines. Whoa, bro. I just got a Filipino gachapon. That's so lit. It was the only one I thought was cool, too, and I like his little legs. I know I'm going to pop off buying, like, little knickknacks and shit in Japan, and I'm really so excited. But right now, I'm also, like, in a place where I kind of freak out when I spend, like, chunks of money because I don't have, like, a good... I don't have a good relationship with money, one. And also, I don't like to see money being taken away in large quantities like it freaks me out because like my parents raised me to believe that like we were one step away from being homeless and I think that's just like an Asian thing of trying to be um resourceful but there's like a silver lining with being resourceful and being like really frugal and like it's also like another thing to like kind of make your child worry about that kind of stuff when they're like 10 and can't really do anything about it you know and so I feel like I grew up with a really weird relationship with money and definitely thinking of it in more of a scarcity mindset. So it makes it hard for me to budget because I do get triggered by like looking at those numbers because it really makes me like afraid of being homeless. And I don't know. I think it's a pretty rational fear. You know, it is a large sum of money and I it may, it's that responsibility on me. And so it really makes me hesitate to treat myself to stuff I feel like has been exacerbated a little bit more um since I've moved out since I'm like responsible for my house because you know I feel like I don't want to move back like I know that there's the option that I could if I really really needed to move back with my parents but I feel like at that point uh I would probably just get an apartment and live closer in the city with Jordan and something a little smaller and you know, I hate to say it, but I'll probably have to rent this place out. I don't know if I can sell it because I, you know, I put a lot of work into it, like the wall decoration and, you know, making the carpet laminate and the subway tiles and the wall decos, like the decals, my dad, like doing those for me. So it feels kind of hard to like let that go. You know, I want to keep on, keep on holding on to that. And plus, I feel like I don't know anybody who's buying a house. Like, um, I feel like it's like a sheer miracle for me to like have come upon the money and how I came upon my money, but it was really a it was a lot of hard work and I'm I'm grateful that you know I was compensated for that hard work, but 
I honestly don't know like how people survive because I feel like even for me things are super expensive and that like I'm barely making it but like you know I I wonder how it is for other people as well because I feel like inflation is starting to get to a point where I'm really like it like I try not to act shocked at the cash register but I'm just like wow like I really wanted to treat myself and then it came out to like a hundred dollars I'm like whoa like that was not that much stuff that was like maybe like five things or like a couple of things you know like not a hundred dollars worth of things um and they were and like them being groceries as well you know so it's pretty crazy to think like me trying to splurge on my groceries like shocks me because like the quantity of food and the price like just don't seem right to me but like I don't want to feel embarrassed of like oh I can't afford it or I'm not budgeting myself well enough that or I'm like living out of my means you know and uh so I do get stressed about money you know but I think it's like this paradox of like thinking if you have more money, things will be solved, but it's just like another case probably of more money, more problems. So I feel like I've definitely been trying to reel back on being grateful for what I already have and just knowing that I work hard for a reason and that with time, I can get a little bit more comfortable what I once I get on my feet, but it's not something that's so dire to me right now that it's going to just all slip out of under me in like a day. You know, it's something that will I will be able to handle. And, you know, I, it's I made I had an epiphany today when I was in therapy and I verbalized it in therapy and sometimes like just talking randomly narration style really helps me for some reason to like reflect on things and like put them into words and kind of just like process it and be like oh damn like that's why that happened and so the epiphany I had today at therapy was basically that I um feel like whenever I do something wrong or whenever it feels like I did something wrong or that I feel like I'm in trouble I put myself down because I feel like, oh, if I made a mistake, I should punish myself. Why should I be happy and learn it like like just I figured out that that was a pattern of mine and it was like hard to uncover. You know, it's like how in Jojo, like the stands are very specific sometimes with what they do and how they attack or even what they look like. It's like so niche. And then Jojo figures out how to beat it by like against all odds and it's like the comedy is in how specific it was how the fuck did he come to that conclusion he's a fucking crazy genius but you can tell it's just because of how the way like the story is written but it's still cool and so with me I feel like I realized this pattern like this fucking stand that I'm trying to face right now that like I put myself down because I feel like in trouble or I feel like I made a mistake except all the time and I'm saying with an emphasis on feel because I'm the one like very rarely would anybody outside of me tell me that I made a mistake or that I'm in trouble anymore you know it used to happen in the home like when my parents would get angry And I would, you know, move on from it and try to make myself feel better because, you know, maybe that wasn't a 
a nice thing. I'll try to, you know, shake it off, like shake that chip off my shoulder. But then acting happy, like my parents would be like, why are you acting happy? You did something wrong. Like you should really think about what you did wrong and like how you don't do it again because you did it wrong. And I just basically learned that like whenever I do something wrong that I have to punish myself before I can get up again. And that's like a very painful thing to realize. But, you know, honestly, I don't have any I don't have any resentment towards my parents for how I was taught to do a lot of things or not taught how to do a lot of things. But, you know, I don't hold any resentment because it's one way to grow up the way I have grown up versus like how they grew up for survival in the Philippines, you know, um, so I can see, you know, that they're in survival mode and really wanted me to become successful. And they were really, you know, they did it. I'm, I would consider myself successful right now. And, um, that's thanks to their survival mindset, but it doesn't really address the emotional mindset, which I feel like now maybe I'm at an adult point of life but emotionally, I'm definitely still very underdeveloped. Um, I feel like, yeah, you know, I'm probably emotionally intelligent, but it's one thing to know what's right versus like, if you don't even know you have a behavior and you're doing it and it's unhealthy and you don't even know it's unhealthy because that's what you're taught, then how are you going to know that life could be better? And so I feel like really therapy today has shown me that, hey, you know, when I'm feeling anxious and I feel like things are really consuming me, that there's not really any point in me self-sabotaging myself and putting myself down just because I feel like I did something wrong that I deserve to not feel good. And, you know, ever since I realized that I do that, um, having my goals of being myself with my chest and you know being on my team being on my own team and feeling that support for myself it feels really good to know that hey like when I'm feeling down like why would I put myself down I could just you know tell myself that I did my best and that's the best I can do and then I can just feel the joy of like having gone through some anxious feelings, but, you know, having my back and being able to tra- process and control my emotions and not my other emotions be driven from outside of me. You know, like I grew up with my parents steering the wheel of my emotions because I felt incompetent in their eyes that I could handle my emotions. And so they would always take the lead and be like, you should feel like this. You should feel like that. You should do this. You should do that. Um, and so I kind of let them also drive like me emotionally. And so now like living independently, I'm like, wow, like why am I still trying to feel like I'm in trouble for something that I'm not in trouble for? And I'm making myself feel bad because I, that's what I deserve. You know, like, why am I thinking that about myself? And so I'm really like making that shift to, you know, steer my own emotions and being responsible for responsible for them and taking care of myself and being on my own fucking team bitch and I feel like it really is helping me especially the more I say it too you know it's 
fun to be happy and not feel like I have to let my bad days be days and not just like a bad hour or a bad couple of minutes. Like now I can expedite the process and not be miserable because why would I want to spend so much time being miserable when, you know, I'm not totally numbing myself to negative emotions and letting it bottle up, but I just let them come and pass and like learn from it and not hold on to it and just like watch it go, you know, and not hold on to it. And I really feel like that's going to help me like, you know, go with the flow of life and not really try to resist things to try from having myself be hurt. But it's like me trying to have like a more stable mindset so that I can just be at peace, you know, and I feel like I've been able to like reflect on a lot of things and try and act um, as the person that I want to be, you know, and it's really cool and, uh, you should try it out. I feel like it would really, uh, be fun if everybody did that and you should just be you with your chest. Cause you know, who has gone through what you have and, and you know, you're not a fucking weirdo. You're cool. Like you're, you're dope. Like you got cool fashion. You have good people around you. You have certain hobbies that have stuck for so long because there's something creative about it or some vision about it just, you know, draws yourself to you because it's like a, a version of yourself that you think is like really worth putting out there, you know? So, you know, you're doing it for a reason and yeah, with that, I'm going to give you guys my songs, okay? I'm going to do a no words song. And yeah, I'm going to do three no words songs. And basically those are just songs that have no words in them. So you can just like vibe to them. And they're going to be very different sounding. So, and they have no words. And I chose, okay, every time I say no words, I'm going to like, I'm going to kick something. So I'm just going to play a portion of them so you can hear them, but maybe it won't be copyrighted because, you know, like it's like a fucking TikTok tidbit. Like, what are they going to do audit me? So this first one is called Funked Up dash slowed version by X-X-A-N-T-E-R-I-A and I-S-Q. So here's a little snippet of it. I played the wrong one. That's not that's not the one yet. It's this song. Okay, so I really like that song right now. It's the most recently uploaded or added song to my McDonald's Sprite playlist. And then I also am recommending Half Space Dash Instrumental by Veronix, V-E-R-O-N-Y-X. And it's on the Friday Night Funkin' Inverted Dimension. So these are like the playlists that have the those like music game things. And this one is like pretty nifty. Listen to this. Hey, that's pretty good, huh? I really like that one. And then the last one. Oh my gosh, this is the last one. The last one is the one I played first unintentionally. But it's called Wonder If You Care 
by flying fish and guys wonder if you care by flying fish is it makes me feel something man it makes me feel like i'm yearning dude i'm like i'm yearning for some i'm yearning for the mines i'm yearning for some like fairy dong like i'm yearning for like an a class s tier diamond platinum edition smut that just like makes me kick my legs in the air something that makes me like so shy like this song is just it just cuts deep man wonder if you care by flying fish yeah that's flying fish dude really like it and it really does make me feel some kind of way but you know anyways thank you for tuning in again i'm really enjoying this time that we're spending together and thank you for lending me your ear and i'll see you in the next one bye